0: The place where it is Brian's world. So this is coming at you, coming, at you, coming at you. Joining the show today is somebody who I literally like this is my guy right here. I, I said it last time he was on the podcast about how uh how proud of him i am this is jesse karangu jesse what's up man
1: what is going on fam big bro thank you for having me always yes, always great to top it up with you
0: yes welcome welcome back to the show and shout out to the baby pictures in the back as well <laughs> <laughs> you peeped
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: yeah i peeped i peeped <laughs> so we got a busy uh a busy week here in the dmv or I guess here in the state of maryland in general. Um, Early voting has uh, has hit us is here. And uh, some of the I've, I've seen images now, I, I didn't uh, early vote because I did vote by mail. So I did all of that. But That's I've actually been,
1: what I'm probably going to do as well. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, I've been seeing images and, you know, not just here in the state, but also across the country. People are actually getting out to vote. People are actually, you know, making this happen. So, you know, that's...
1: I saw I saw a stat and I might get it wrong. So don't don't hold me on that. Don't quote me on this. But yeah, no quotes just off the top, <laughs> off the top, off the dome, off the dome. Mm-hmm. Apparently, um, <laughs> if, if you look at the amount of people that have voted early across the country in, in every single state right now, just a week before the election, it's more than every single person that voted early in 2016. So people are rapidly excited and pumped about this election or maybe not excited about what's happening. And deciding to make a change about it.
0: Now, do you agree? Like, you know, as somebody who's, you know, in the politic world, you know what's going on in the news world. Do you agree that this is actually um, the biggest election we've had?
1: For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, I think any election that we have uh, from here on out will always be the biggest election the most consequential election, the most important election of your lifetime because mm. of the amount of issues that we have to resolve that won't be resolved within a four-year span, which is the amount of time that a president serves hypothetically. Um, when, when it comes to glo- global warming, when it comes to the changing economy, you know, we, there, uh, Joe Biden in the debate last week uh, brought up the fact that for the first time, we've never heard this during a debate, that. He's looking towards clean energy Mm. more so than than, you know, relying on the oil industry. Mm. For the first time, we've heard a candidate actually say that, hey, the oil industry, I want you all to have jobs, but I want to transition where this is going. Uh, When it comes to infrastructure, when it comes to the cars that we drive, when it comes to just the way that we live our lives is changing and it's rapidly changing. And it's something that is going to affect us forever. Climate change, global warming. I mean, Forget how things are changing. Are we even still going to be on this earth? Are we still going to be alive? And is, is the environment uh, uh, safe enough for us to continue to thrive? And so I do agree. I and mean, even when you look at the Supreme Court, um, we saw. Yeah, uh, I don't. I don't know when this is coming out, but we saw on uh, Monday night that Amy Coney Barrett became a Supreme Court justice, which now tilts the balance of the Supreme Court, and the Supreme Court uh, determines a lot of uh, you know laws in this country that can't be determined by states or can't be mm. determined by Congress that that can only be determined by the court of law. That's so, scary, man. That is scary. Know, I mean, who who knows what yeah. will happen if Joe Biden comes on or if Trump stays. If Joe Biden comes on, we could see more justices added to the Supreme Court, which hasn't mm-hmm. happened in 150 years. Um, there's just so much happening. And I've only gone into, you know, just a little small portion of it. Like that's yeah. that's just a little small being in a wider garden. It's yeah. it's, it's it's a lot so yeah
0: I think, I do and the only reason i asked that because it's definitely not on the question list so i'm sorry about, sorry about that i'll <laughs>
1: be long i'll be long-winded my bad <laughs>
0: the only the only reason i asked that is because it just you know it, it seems like every election like you said is the pivotal election or is the biggest election ever but like you just you know like you just say like you just broke and down. i can
1: understand the cynicism i i can understand the cynicism because um when you look at the way American politics has, uh, you look at the way what it's turned into, yeah. it it's, it's not positive. Uh, that first debate that we had with uh, Mr. Biden and Mr. Trump was an embarrassment. It's, it's not who we are as Americans. It's not what we've been used to or we've become accustomed to. So when you hear people always talking about, Oh, how come this is the most important election? I thought 2016 was the most important election. Mm-hmm. I, and, and when you see that debate and you see how politicians, you know, wine and dine their constituent, the constituents in order to, you know, get what they want rather than giving what the constituents want and desire. I can mm-hmm. I can totally understand why people would be cynical, but this is the worst time to be cynical. This is the wrong time to be cynical. Yeah,
0: I like that. I like that. The only thing is important is that you cast your vote. That's it. But speaking of, you know, casting the vote and and you know the cynicism and all like, you know, is this is this election as important as people say, um, it's been a lot of questions asked as if, as if every, like there will be a perfect presidential candidate. I'll put it like that. Mm. And for some reason, and I mean, you can, you know, chime in if you, if if you think I should be thinking otherwise, (laughs) but for some reason um, my mind has just been on like the idea that there is no perfect candidate. And I've been trying to say that to a lot of my peers who come up and say, well, you know, they both are bad men. They both are this. They both are that or they neither one of them care about black people. Da, 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 da. And um, I'm just always saying, like, well, I mean, who do you think is going to run? Like, Jesus Christ? Like, you think Jesus is going <laughs>
1: like, to You think he's going
0: to be the president? Because everybody else is human, you know? And that's not to say that, you know, racism is OK. And this is OK as long as, you know, they do take care of the other issues. But it it, to me, it's just to say, okay, look, man, you like don't ask for perfection. Just ask for somebody who's going to tackle your issues and meet your character values. And I wanted to kind of see how you felt about that topic. Do you feel like there is a perfect
1: candidate? First of all, no, there there will never be a perfect candidate for the rest of your life. Get it straight now. Put it through your head now. There will never be a perfect candidate. Mm. I think first of all, I don't blame people who have that mindset Mm-hmm. um number one a lot of us were young when barack obama was elected president and was running for president a lot of us had never seen um a black person rise up to that occasion in, in such a spectacular way um a lot of us were too young for jesse jackson's candidacy yep. uh, shirley chisholm's candidacy um you know the era where the congressional black caucus came into fruition and black leaders were uh, a big mainstay of the democratic party which they still are but Um, we, we didn't, we didn't really see, or we didn't, we couldn't really fathom that a black man could actually be the president of the United States. And so we look at that and we're like, wow, this is like the ideal world where just his image, just his face being the face of this country shows that we're all inclusive. We're equal as one. Little did we know that wasn't necessarily the case. Yeah. Um, but again, I can't blame somebody for having that mindset when it's something that they've never experienced that they've never seen. And even when you look at the movies that we watch, the TV shows that we consume, look at the West Wing or uh, ma- even scandals to, to a certain extent. You, you're dealing with people who are not necessarily perfect presidential figures, but eventually they, they win. They eventually accomplish the goal at the end of the episode, at the end of the movie, and they end up looking like the better man, the better person. And so that kind of fictionalization of what the presidency should be or what the presidency entails is kind of why when we see this kind of election, we're like, yo, none of these people fit (laughs) what our perception is at all. Mm -hmm. You know, when we think of the president of the United States, we think, wow, like even around the world when I was a kid, you know, talking to my cousins in Kenya, I'm a Kenyan American. um, Mm -hmm. You know, when you think of the president of the United States, you think of something that's so elite and so above and beyond anything else that exists around the world because of the images that we've been shown and the images that have been portrayed all our lives. But um, the fact of the reality is politics is always going to be uneven. It's always going to be um, a compromise. And yeah. you, we have to we have to get into the sense and the knowledge of realizing that at the end of the day, as you said best, you have to pick somebody who's, who fits most of the categories and fits most of the categories that stand with your values and your morals And what you want for the future of your country, what you want for your future kids, what you want for your family, and and how you want the country to thrive and succeed. Um, And if you're looking for a perfect candidate, uh, you'll never find one. And you'll always be agitated by the process. The best way to not be agitated by the process is to realize that just like you, every person has flaws. Every Mm. candidate's going to have flaws. And that in order to come to a better solution, you have to compromise in a certain way, shape, or form.
0: 100 percent 100 percent and because of that whole uh concern of the perfect candidate you know what everybody's been saying because i'm pretty sure people have said this to you too that they're picking between the lesser of the two evils Mm -hmm. and my like i I know how i feel about but i'd be a little emotionally charged when people say that i don't know why it bothers me and people say the lesser of two evils like just so Mm -hmm. dramatic (laughs) but um (laughs) my, my question to you would be how you know how do you feel like Is that terminology or that thinking, is it destructive to the election process in any way, shape or form?
1: Good, good question. I'll I'll take I'll take a little different angle from this. I also don't like that term. I also Mm -hmm. don't like that term. But I think what's more destructive to the electoral process is not voting at all. Period. I think what's most destructive is sitting out the process and letting it play itself out and then complaining about what happened and how it happened and why it happened when you didn't even choose to participate in it in the first place. Mm. So if that's, if if you're going to look at it as two people who you wouldn't want to be your defense attorney, you wouldn't want to sit at the bar with and grab a beer with and help figure out your problems. And you think that these two men are are just, I guess, quote unquote evil. I I just, I don't like that terminology, but if if that means that you're still going to vote for one or the other, I would rather that than you not voting at all, because uh, lesser of two evils still implies that there's somebody out of the two that you still believe can somewhat fulfill the obligations of the job in the most adequate, best way possible. Maybe not compared to who you would rather have, but they could still at least do the job in, in the best way possible uh, that will satisfy the needs of the nation. If if the United States ever, you know, revolutionizes its its political process where Other parties have a say and a a more equal say in congressional elections, in uh, local elections and obviously in national politics. Until until that day comes, Mm -hmm. I I just don't see how we're ever going to pick beyond Republicans and Democrats. And so we're always, unfortunately, two of, I guess, quote unquote, lesser evils. I just I personally just don't like uh, calling anybody evil because I don't know your heart. I'm not bad. I, I can't see what you're really thinking. I can imply and assume uh, or infer, but uh, I, the word evil kind of throws me off, but I get the concept. I get the point. And um, that revolution may come. Uh, as, I mean, we, as we've seen in 2020, things can change rapidly within the blink of the eye and you will you would never expect it. So that I change. Comes, I think we're and, getting there. In New York right now, actually, there's on the New York state ballot. Yeah. Uh, you can vote for Kamala and Joe. Uh, wh- through the Democratic Party, or you can vote for them through um, a party known as the Working—I want to say they're—they're they're known as the Working Party Class or something like that. I, mm. I, I, it's again off the dome. I, I don't really know exactly what uh, it's, called.
0: it's all good. We you know <laughs> we let our hair down over here. We good. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but but this party is is a party that's mo- much more progressive, and they they stand for a lot more progressive stances than the Democratic Party does. Yeah. Um, and so when you vote for them, you'll be voting for the people that are representing the party in local offices in the state of new york while also still voting for biden and kamala in, um you know the presidential election the the votes for them will still count towards that ticket but maybe we'll see forms of separation kind of like that um we kind of saw it in 2010 with the republicans where the tea party formed and uh, they eventually had a bunch of people who were part of a much more far right movement in the Republican Party, uh, known as the Freedom Forum that stood for much more far right conservative stuff than what the Republican Party stood for. And I'm sure uh, people who are Bernie fans would consider themselves uh, much more far left than the average Democrat uh, is. Mm. And so, uh we're, we're going to slowly start to see that separation of powers happening and taking place. Um, but until that happens, you're just going to have to vote for the lesser of two evils, quote unquote.
0: And, and it, I think it's because we're in that, that age, that information age, if you will, where everything is going to get found out about everybody. <laughs> and it's so it's so easy <laughs> to vilify anybody you want, like yeah. <laughs> anybody. Like it's people, you know, you can vilify a company just to get something for free. If you want, I mean, and and, you know, I'm not trying to give anybody any ideas, but you (laughs) could you could practically tweet anything at a particular company if you want something for free, you know? And (laughs) and I think that we're just in that era where you can find something bad on everybody. I mean just to me, you just gotta be careful when that happens and you gotta look and see what each candidate represents personally or or like what's their agenda, and then Mm -hmm. that's what you attach yourself to. But it's just
1: like it's just like human life. I can yeah. find something bad about you. You can find something bad about me, about your neighbor, everybody, your grandma, your mom and dad. Like mm-hmm. in, in this social media era, and when you also look at the way that we've evolved as a people and our thinking as a people and the ages of these candidates, you can find anything and everything that is horrible and bad about the way they thought, the way they moved, the way they did things in the 70s and the 80s and the 90s. But you kind of got to see how people evolve. Yeah. Uh, evolving is much more important than historical context. If, if somebody has evolved better than what they thought of before and acknowledges that their thinking was wrong at a certain point of time, I think that's much more reasonable than if somebody does not evolve and still thinks in a certain way and still feels a certain way and will enact on those feelings and those positions when they serve office.
0: Mm. Now, do you think do you have any tips for people in terms of researching these candidates, not even so, just on the presidential level, but also congressionally and, you know, locally and everything?
1: I have two websites for y'all. Ballotopia. Uh, okay. Ballotopia. Uh, ball- mm. Let me make sure I, I've said it right. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Ballotpedia. I said Ballotopia. Ballotpedia.
0: Ballotopia is a video game Jesse's working <laughs> <with.
1: laughs> <laughs> on.
0: like you're developing <laughs> a game.
1: We'll <laughs> talk. We'll talk. Ballotpedia.org. They have a section on their website where you can figure out what exactly is going to be on your ballot they ask you to put your address in and Mm -hmm. they'll give you the questions that you'll be asked based on the county that you live in or Mm -hmm. the state that you live in and the representatives that that will be running based on the jurisdiction that you live in uh so for example if you live in baltimore city you'll be voting for baltimore city mayor mayor, Uh, you know in in baltimore county there's going to be certain questions that are going to be asked that you will not see on a baltimore city ballot. There's going to be certain judges that will be running for, uh, you know, their seat on the court in Baltimore County that you won't see in Baltimore City. So Ballotpedia, I definitely highly recommend it. Vote.org is also another great resource where you can figure out where your ballot uh, box uh, station is uh, in terms of whether you're going to mail in ballot or if you're going to vote in person. Um, and it's it's really simple, really easy. And you know what? As crazy, as as weird, as funny as this sounds, and it's simple, but literally Google. If you literally Google a question like where do I vote or uh, where is my ballot box or uh, when is my mail-in ballot due? Just type in the dumbest question you could think of that you might even be afraid to say in person to your neighbor, your friend. Uh, type the question in and there, will, there are literally resources that Google itself as a company has set forth that links you to your state's website Uh, to find out exactly how to figure out what you need to do for your specific jurisdiction. Because in every single state, it's different. And within your state, every single jurisdiction is different as well. For example, in Maryland specifically, we're going to have two questions that we're going to be voting on. Uh, Question one is about uh, the General Assembly and whether they're going to have the ability to uh, increase or decrease the budget uh, that the governor gives to them. As of now, the General Assembly can only decrease the budget. Um, they can't increase it at, 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 for any reason. So, Interesting. Um, question two will be about sports betting, uh, where mm. uh, we'll be able to have uh, sports betting take place in stadiums yep. or bars or restaurants if it's passed. And allegedly, uh, funding from that could go towards schools, could to go towards uh, resources for public education, uh, and things of that matter. Um, so... It's, it's, it's going to be, be besides the presidential election, it's still going to be a very interesting election for other purposes and reasons as well.
0: Now, in terms of the candidates, whether locally or nationally, um, what are some of the things that you did in particular to research the candidates agenda and, and are, how trustworthy do you think that the candidates actual website is? You know, what I mean, like or, or like, is it like do they do like positive spin on there or is there like is it reliable?
1: So, so that's a great question. It's a really great question, Brian. Um, the candidates websites will tell you how the candidates feel, mm-hmm. but they will give it to you in a positive way. For example, like just to make an analogy real quick, um, McDonald's find- and Burger King are are, are competitors, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, both of them are going to tell you their burgers are good, yep. but, you know, the nutrition facts are different. Some, some one burger might have more calories than the other one might have different ingredients than the other uh, and you you'll be able to see it on the website they'll be giving you the facts but it'll be spun in a way that won't necessarily uh be correct like it's it's not un- it's not untrue but it's also misleading uh mm-hmm. so if you really want to find out a specific candidate's positions um another website I would, I would recommend is a politifact.com politifact, a politifact will will tell you um about uh and snopes actually snopes uh, it's spelled s-n-o-p-e-s okay Um, when when a candidate says something about a position that they have uh politifact and snopes uh have the ability to break down exactly what they mean by what they say you know i could say that i like burgers but Maybe I only like veggie burgers. Maybe mm. I don't like all burgers. I'm just, I'm just trying to give the best yeah. analogy possible. It might be a dumb analogy, and I apologize for that. No, because if uh, you say
0: you like burgers, then you relate to everybody who likes burgers, even if they don't know that you don't like beef burgers. You just like <laughs>
1: Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so and so. Pol- exactly. Politifact and Snopes will give you uh, the full perspective of, of candidates position, uh, where they stood before, whether they've evolved and whether there are parts of their statement that are misleading or untrue. So mm. I, I would still go onto the, politi- the politicians' websites to see what they specifically say. Uh, and But then also go to those websites to see whether they're giving you the full picture or they're giving you part of it.
0: Mm. Did you use a practice ballot at all?
1: No, I did not. I did not. I did not.
0: This year was I, the first I, year I did that. <laughs> I, I, was felt, like? I don't know i felt weird printing it out and like sitting here reading and going on all their websites and stuff i was i was like well, wait a minute did i cross the line like am i taking this too serious but I mean, <laughs> is there a such it's, thing as it's that, never
1: though? it's never not too serious like there it is go go as serious as as you can as serious as you have time for yeah. because these are issues that will affect you for at least until the next time we have an election i mean there depending on your jurisdiction there could be questions that are asked as simple as are cars in our area still allowed to park this way or that way and if you don't like uh, vote and if you don't participate in the process there could be a law that's changed in your area. And then you're going to be surprised. You're <laughs> going to be surprised. One day everybody's parking their car a certain way and you mm. park it the other way and you get a ticket on your car and you're like, what the hell? What did I do?
0: And, and I and feel so like this is the stuff that kind of gets ignored in the election because everything becomes about the local
1: the, elections matter the most. Man, it, bro. They matter even more so than presidential politics.
0: Yeah. 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 Because and I could be wrong about this. This is more your expertise, but don't. Sometimes the what we do locally kind of affects the presidential side as well.
1: It can, it okay. can, it can. um, Depending on how local you're getting, um, mm-hmm. the, you know, there is obviously separation between states' rights and federal rights. Mm-hmm. Uh, but depending on the case, we 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 could, you know, maybe let's let's talk about Philadelphia and what's happening there right now um, with uh, the uh, young gentleman who's suffering mental illness and
0: yeah, that was shot, a tough and, video to watch.
1: Yeah, shot ten tough. times by by police officers. Uh, mm-hmm depending on the laws in Pennsylvania and in Philadelphia and depending on who might be in office could determine whether the department of justice wants to do an investigation into the shooting, whether there was any, uh, racial, uh, overtones that affected this, whether there was anything uh, in terms of mental illness that could have, uh, prevented this from happening or whether it was justified or whether they're even going to investigate anything at all. Uh, local elections, do affect federal elections and federal policy and things to that extent so it all matters it's it's all part of a bigger picture that matters and i'm telling you please if if you are are discouraged just think about the fact that it took uh black people until now to to really like come out and force and and vote i mean back back in you know 1869 it was the first time that black men could vote and even after that black men still had to pay uh, a tax, had to pay yeah. almost a fine just to be able to have the ability to vote. And obviously in the 1860s, who, who, who's going to have the money to be able to do that? We get to the 19th uh, amendment in 1920 where women are now given the chance to vote. Uh, we get to 1964 where the same tax that I was just talking about, the poll taxes is finally taken away. And, and now black people can freely vote. I mean, 2020 minus 1964. Anybody good at math? What is that? That's that's not that long ago.
0: Yeah, where I'm trying to people, work it out, but we gave up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're both communications majors. <laughs> right.
0: That
1: you was know? weird how
0: that happened. Like my mind was like working it out. Then everybody was just like, just forget it. Forget it. <laughs> yeah. You weird, know,
1: the Jim Crow laws that prevented black people from serving in juries and, and serving in local offices. Yeah, that's until 1965, you know, yeah. Yeah. it's it's like, these people, whoever they were, I'm not gonna name any specific I don't wanna, you know, uh, generalize, but yeah, yeah, yeah. people who do not want to see your greatness as a black person, as a woman, as a minority, people who didn't wanna see your progress, people who didn't wanna see you where you are right now, you know, haters. Mm. I-, I guess is the best way to best, I was best say
0: call them what they are. <laughs> <Call them
1: out. laughs> they 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 purposely have changed laws to prevent you from voting from prevent to prevent you from being part of the process and it's still happening right now voter suppression is still happening at this moment yeah. in many states and, and I, I could name countless examples so for for you not to use your voice for you not to use your platform to be the change that you want to see in this world is nothing more than selfish it's nothing more than a lack of appreciation for what our people have been through and what we're still going through and what people like John Lewis died for. Yes. You know what, what he fought for Uh, people like Elijah Cummings Cummings, died for what he fought for. Mm -hmm. Um, It's a lack of disrespect. It's a lack of disrespect for your own family. You know, Mm. Your, your mom and your dad and your grandparents could not have gotten to where they were without the laws of the jurisdiction that they're staying in, without the equality that was put into place and without the politicians that they put into office to help determine the rest of their lives. So if yeah. you choose to be selfish enough to not believe in the process because you see these two old white men, you know, sparring it out in the most evil, I guess, quote unquote evil. I'm about to say the quote unquote evils. <laughs> Quote, unquote evil and right. an way, I understand it. I get it. It's tough to watch. it's not fun. Yeah. it's not cool. it's not it's not what we're used to as Americans, but it's bigger than that. It's bigger than that.
0: one hundred percent man, and before you go, um I do want to ask you, do you think that we will know a winner by the end of next week?
1: The general consensus is no. The I general consensus so is no uh just because. Due to the coronavirus epidemic, there's a lot of changes that have happened. There's going to be more mail-in ballots and more absentee ballots that are uh, put into the system that uh, than ever before, obviously, mm-hmm. because a lot of people uh, are, are scared of for their health. Mm-hmm. Um, we also have to look at the fact that it, a lot of different states have put different laws in where, for example, in Wisconsin, uh, there's just been a new law uh, that has been confirmed by the Supreme Court uh, in which it allows those the uh, states to decline any mail-in ballots that are submitted after election day or on election day and after. And, and, and so every, every state has different laws, different ways that they're doing, uh, you know, the count. So um, I, I, I doubt we're going to have any results by the end of uh, next, week. next week. I would also say something that, you know, 5% of my brain is also thinking that, again, in a lot of jurisdictions that are predominantly Democratic in the past, we're seeing record turnout for early voting. We're, we're seeing numbers that we've never seen before. And, and so 5% of me wonders if, if there's a referendum on the current administration that is taking place. And if the numbers are so high and large in numbers against the current administration in place that maybe we'll even know by the end of the night what, what the result is. 5, 5% wow. of me is, is wondering. For, in my opinion, it's either going to be a Joe Biden blowout or it's going to be a close election. And if it's a close election, I would give it's the ed- I, I, I would be I would be shocked yeah. uh, based on the poll numbers, based on the uh, energy that I'm seeing in you know Democratic districts versus Republican districts. I'd be shocked if I saw Donald Trump blow out uh, Joe Biden, especially when we look at I think cor- the coronavirus really hurt him. Um, I think I think things would have been good for him if the coronavirus never happened. Uh, I no. think uh, his handling of it and his administration's handling of it is something that voters ha- are not too happy about. And uh, whether you're Republican or Democrat, um, I think the economy is, is one of his biggest strengths because a lot of people were able to uh, get jobs and were able to, uh, you know, find work. Uh, out of the 20 million jobs that we had lost uh, in recent time, we, we, we've been able to gain 11 million of them back. But mm. I don't know if that's going to be enough yeah. for a trump blowout to happen in my in my opinion i, I think we're either going to see a joe biden uh blowout or we're going to see a close election that trump wins if we see a joe biden blowout we'll know by the end of the week if, if it's not then it's it's something that we're probably not going to know who knows maybe not even maybe not even until christmas
0: man i can't imagine that like <laughs> i cannot imagine that like <laughs> like trump's twitter is going to be on a thousand <laughs> if if that's the case like his his tweets between now and christmas are gonna be crazy bro crazy
1: i mean with with bush and gore i don't think we knew until uh the end of december and so excuse me um
0: yeah because that that did a recount in florida i remember and it was like a penske yeah. truck or something like that right
1: yes yes good memory yeah. good memory
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm working on it I'm working on it
1: <laughs>
0: jesse i appreciate you for stopping by man thank you so much dude Thank you for having me man. I appreciate Always it. A Always a pleasure, welcome. man. Always Give a me pleasure. A Let me uh plug your socials and everything so people can stay in touch with you too.
1: Yes sir. Just uh please follow me on uh Instagram and Twitter, JMKTV Show. That is JMKTV Show. S H O W.
0: Jesse, thank you so much for everything man. Again, I am proud of you, brother.
1: Big bro, I'm proud of you. Thank you man. for, you know, making the path for me to be who I'm today.
0: We here, man. Like, like I said, you, you inspiring me, G. (laughs) So (laughs) keep, keep doing your thing, man. Keep working hard, and uh, let's see what these next two weeks hold, man. It's gonna be crazy. Don't go nowhere. I'm coming to see you. (laughs) And y'all don't want no problems. It's Brian's World Live.